this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Trevor, call me back, okay? Because the World Cup starts next week, and uh, remember, I'm from Belgium. I'm from Belgium, and Belgium faces off against Canada sometime next week in game number one of that group round robin. Style. Yo, I, I barely watch soccer, okay? I really don't know what's going on. All I do know is uh, I'm not cheering for Canada, okay? I'm picking one team, and that's Belgium. And I need to, I need to win a championship, okay? We've been through this. Can we get, can we go over it again, please? Why not? Right? Call me back. Good morning. Begsy, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Thanks so much for calling me back, but don't do it. I don't really want to do it. It's sunny outside. It's Friday, and. I don't want to grieve during this conversation with you, okay? Yeah, let's not grieve. I actually wanted to bring up one thing. Okay, great. Kind of sorry about the game, but not related to the Packers. So apparently, the Titans offensive coordinator, I forget his name now, got charged with a DUI uh, this morning in Tennessee. Uh, And (laughs) I I found this interesting because... (laughs) I found this interesting because he got charged with a DUI in Tennessee. Like, they, what time would the game have wrapped up at in terms of Wisconsin time, like ten thirty at night. Yeah. So this motherfucker flew back with the team to Tennessee, and then went out drinking, and then got charged with the DUI and speeding. Dude. I mean, I know like they had twenty-seven points as their biggest uh, offensive outburst of the season, but yo, like, calm down at the celebrations, man. Come on. No, calm down. You can't be drinking and driving. That's some stupid shit. Especially, oh man. Especially from a high-level employee in a National Football League franchise you know what i'm saying you, you definitely have uber money you definitely have taxi money for real come on it's it's easy bro it's easy 100 percent. What are you doing well like a dim we talked about dim tim donahue this week and him being an absolute idiot for betting on games he was making 400 grand a year as an nba referee yo yeah this offensive coordinator is probably making 400 grand a year as well okay like yeah just be smart about it, man. Don't be drinking and driving. Yeah, don't Come be on. drinking and driving. I don't, Come on. I don't care how good of a game it was. Can't do that. Can't be doing that. That's some that's some dumb shit. And, yeah, he, he was definitely celebrating because he did a perfect job against the Packers yesterday. He did. He did. For real. And I think you have to give some credit to Joe Barry, who's the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. I think he played a huge role in Tennessee having success last night. And I'm not trying to take away all their fucking credit. I'm just saying that the game plan was just, it was one thing to, to want to make sure Henry was covered up, but to not be, be, to not be able to adapt to what Tennessee was doing while throwing the ball, which is crazy. We were just leaving cushions and cushions on the field. And Tannehill looked, he looked mad efficient yesterday. And, and there you go. It led to the offensive coordinator drinking all night and being an idiot, getting into his car and getting caught with the, with the DUIs a lot of things and how come we went there when I said let's not go there okay is Bo Horvat getting traded soon I think we all know that he is gonna get traded but is he getting traded soon don't you think it's it's only right I'm, I'm right telling you he's, he's, he's not only gonna get traded soon he's getting traded this weekend Hold here's on. what's happening okay? okay tell me today against the LA Kings he's gonna score he's gonna time McGavin for the league leading goals and the Canucks are gonna sell high and trade his ass. Trade his ass. Wow. That guy's your captain. Just, you're gonna, <laughs> guy's an idiot. And he's going to be leading the NHL in scoring. No, it makes a lot of sense, right? Do a couple things against L.A., right? Score a couple goals. 
head into Saturday night while they got the panel and Hockey Night in Canada, and they can talk about the dude who's leading the NHL's goal scoring being on the fucking trading block. For real. For real. And it's, it's again, it's a guarantee that he does get traded. And, dude, the value has to be there for any franchise getting a guy like that. He's been scoring at a high rate for almost a full season if you bring in the games played from last year. He's doing a lot of things, and I don't think he's going to stop, man. I don't think he's going to stop. I don't think this is a, like, a a glitch in the Horvat matrix. I'm not trying to say he's going to score 60 every year or 50, but maybe he will be that 35 goal, goal scorer, you know, down the middle for a couple more years. And I can see that. I can see that for sure. Yeah, I, I, I probably am being a little bit too bullish. I don't really see it that way. I mean, based on what the Canucks have done, what have they done so far? They basically just fucking doubled down on everything. Um, I, I fail to think that they have the gonads to, you know, trade Horvat for a massive haul. If if it is indeed out there, I think it would be for a guy of Horvat's caliber. Yeah, dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I know Jim Rutherford has had those gonads over the years. He's had those big brass ones tucked inside the waistband. Whoa. But, um, that happens. But, yeah, I, it does, yeah. It slips up there. It's one thing for the dick to slip up, but when the balls slip up there, especially yeah. big brass ones like that, I mean, that's, that's impressive, but... A double whammy, uh, I, I, the waistband. No, maybe Rutherford's ready to show them off, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I know I was, I was listening to 32 Thoughts today, and uh, Elliot Friedman kind of threw out, you know, if Nicholas Bastion doesn't come back, you wondered if someone like Horvat makes sense for the Washington Capitals. I thought that was a spicy take, you know? Um, Washington, they've been uh, not quite as disappointing as Vancouver, but pretty disappointing. I think they're like 6-8-2. and two. Uh, they were down three, I think, to the Blues last night, and their backup goalie, Thomas Grace, uh, they ended up coming back but losing in overtime. So I don't know, things are a bit dysfunctional in Washington right now, too. They've kind of been a middle-of-the-pack team for a few years now, but you know, I'm sure that team probably wants to try to win while Ovechkin is still there. They're not rebuilding anytime soon, so yeah, a guy like Corvette would make sense. It, it would make sense. Just give Vancouver the biggest haul, okay? It's, it's that time. Tis the season. Give us most the gifts. Hey, the World Cup starts next week. That means we got to talk a lot about soccer. For real, we got to do it. We got to do it in. I heard that Qatar is not going to be serving beer and whatnot at these games and only serving it maybe outside the arena and to rich people who are probably going to get access to boxes and whatnot and suites at the game. I also heard that it's not common for liquor to be sold at european sporting stadiums during soccer matches i don't know if that's true or not i'm hearing a lot of things soccer's new to me okay so i played it my whole life growing up but the uh the the professional side of it all new to me uh how how do you feel about that like no no drinks at the world cup is it that big of a deal i mean personally if i'd paid all that money to go fly across the world to watch some soccer uh, I guess you could say I'm a big enough diehard that I wouldn't care, but, like, I would care. <laughs> I'd be kind of pissed, especially when, uh, like, this gets announced, what, three days before the tournament's supposed to kick off? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think the whole situation of it being in Qatar was kind of weird to begin with, and this is just another chapter in that. So, can, can I mean, you- at the end of the day, I'll be, I'll be able to sit at home and drink a beer watching soccer, but uh, it's a little weird that the people who have paid all the money to be there don't really have access to booze. Can you Can you – drink in Qatar is that a thing I don't know I don't know a lot about I could Qatar. I couldn't tell you but I, I do think you know my knowledge of you know even having you know friends who are like strictly Muslim it's not really not supposed to drink alcohol right so yeah um, 
Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of taboo there in general. But uh, again, I, I don't fuck do I know, man? I did hear liquor would be still available outside the arena and like during the yeah, it's like free. certain FIFA yeah. art centers or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. okay. The FIFA. I was gonna say the FIFA that just goes to show you how much I am tapped into professional soccer. I've I've watched parts of a docu series on FIFA on Netflix. Fuck, I forgot the title, and it's pretty much talking about the amount of bribery slash corruption that is involved, you know, inside the headquarters of. Pretty much the brand for the beautiful game, which is soccer. That being said, I'm still going to watch more soccer than ever. And that's, that's not because Canada's in the World Cup. It's because Belgium has a real chance at winning the World Cup. And uh, I don't know if I got to remind you, but, Doc, I'm Belgish? Is that is that how you say it? What What is it? I'm, I'm Belgian? What is it? I'm a... Uh, I, I like both of those. I'm going to go with Belgish. Yeah, what because is you're bulgish in the pants, right, bro? Hey. Uh, what? No, no. I, I, I'm. I might be from Belgium, but I'm also a, a Hindu man. I, come on, you watch Mansers, man. We're not. We're not the the grandest down there, man. It's just. I thought you were the anomaly. Uh, the outlier, right? That's what they call my dick. The anomaly. <laughs> Meet the anomaly. <laughs> Kyle anomaly Bowen. Oh, oh man, I could barely say that. It is what it is, man. It's, it's about it's about the confidence, though, man. We've been through this many times. It's about the confidence, man. You can do whatever you want. David versus Goliath, okay? For real. David is the dick, and Goliath is the pussy. You can still conquer it, you know. Just gotta, just gotta, you gotta swim in the pussy, bro. That's all you gotta do. You gotta swim in the pussy. Oh uh, shit, man! It's like you're swimming in a kiddie pool. That's how large your fucking junk is, <laughs> dude, man. Talking about large junks. Hey, man. I'm glad we're talking about large penises because that means we're not talking about the Packers. And uh, on that note, uh, I'm going to let you go. All right, buddy. It was a good, good chat. Good chatting about uh, Rutherford's brass balls and your large oh. dick. So oh. it's uh, been a great oh. conversation, peace. as always. Peace, peace, peace. Peace.